Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Good evening. Welcome to Warriors Wrap-Up. Matt Steinmetz, John Dickinson with you wrapping up a long day here at the office, but an enjoyable one, and it's capped off with a Warriors win over the Philadelphia 76ers tonight, 120-117, and just cutting right to the chase, J.D., as uh, we get into the Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Probably one of the better wins of the year. I mean, I, I'm trying to make a list of the biggest, and I would say what? At Milwaukee, at Boston. Yeah. Those are probably the two biggest, and I think this one belongs up there. I think you could put at Philadelphia without Clay Thompson, uh, even though right. Joel yeah. Embiid didn't play in the game tonight for the Sixers. I think it's right up there. Uh, and last week uh, at this time, we started the show from Oracle, and I said the loss to the Rockets, in my opinion, was the worst loss of the season. Now, right. there may have been a couple this week on the road that supplanted that uh, as worst loss of the season, but I think that only adds value to the victory tonight, to go in there without Clay Thompson, as clunky as things can get for this Warriors team when they're down one of their stars, and to come back. I mean, the Warriors were down 14 uh, in, and they're able to come back, outscore the Sixers 38-23 in the third quarter, uh, and then win the game down the stretch and get a lot of different contributions from a lot of players that haven't really contributed a lot this season. Yeah, 888-957-9570 is the number if you want to jump in to the Warriors wrap-up show, talk about this one, a lot to talk about. Uh, Steph Curry, dynamite down the stretch tonight. DeMarcus Cousins, very, very good offensively. Maybe his best offensive game of the year. Challenges at the other end still exist, but uh, it, it worked out the way you kind of expected it to work out with Cousins punishing Philly at one end and, and struggling on the other maybe. Uh, we had some curious plays by, I thought, the Sixers down the stretch, the purposeful missed foul shot by Ben Simmons with 10 seconds to go, the foul by Mike Scott with 35. So it was... I thought it was a real good ball game, J.D., but it wasn't clean down the stretch, not by Philadelphia anyway. No, it wasn't, and I think the Warriors deserve some credit for, for the way that they defended. Draymond Green was just a monster of all of the little things, whether yep. it was defense, whether it was rebounding, whether it was playmaking. I mean, he was just absolutely tremendous. Uh, I thought in the ball game tonight, and you look at his stat line, and it's it, you know it's not it's not the greatest stat line in the world even for him on a night where he usually fills it up, uh, six points and, and nine boards and ten assists. But I, I I just thought he played much better than even the numbers tonight. Uh, Stephen Curry, what can you say about him? Big fourth quarter for Stephen Curry, and then Kevin Durant, although he did miss the four free throws tonight. Uh, I thought he was, you know, a lot of just those classic Kevin Durant automatic buckets throughout the course of this game that either kept the Warriors in it 
or just helped stop maybe a little bit of Philadelphia's momentum when the Sixers were trying to uh, assert their momentum and assert themselves in the ballgame. Well, one thing I heard uh, Kevin Durant say in the postgame, and you heard it too, uh, you know, he was asked if it felt like a playoff game, and of course the contrarian he is said, no, it's March. It felt like a game in March. But what I was thinking, J.D., was, yeah, it was a game in March, but it was a meaningful game. Maybe not uh, maybe not extra special meaningful for Kevin Durant, but you got 12 points out of Damian Lee uh, on the road. You got Jordan Bell contributing positively to a good, hard-fought win on the road. You even had Quinn Cook tonight contributing in his limited eight minutes. He was a positive tonight out on the floor. That those those are the kind of contributions you like to see. On the other hand, what you need now is can they build on it? Is is there any way they can start getting some consistency out of some of those players? In fairness to Jordan Bell, he had a pretty good road trip. I mean, honestly, I can't really remember what he did in Charlotte, but I know he's had three pretty active games. And, you know, as long as he's active, you can live with maybe not playing well, but as long as he's playing with energy, I, I think he's got something to offer. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, and and I think you know he can be a mistake prone player at, at times too, which I think frustrates Steve Kerr. But if you look at the fact that Kevon Looney was down for this game tonight, and you know Demarcus Cousins is going to play, but with 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 Looney down, Jordan Bell has to play, you know, and right. and, and so you know I think. He gave him some positive minutes tonight, and when he does the little things, and he defends, and he rebounds, and he hustles, and he runs, and he doesn't, you know, make killer mistakes, then he can be a valuable piece. And we've seen that, you know, even in the Western Conference Finals last year, when he found himself playing uh, along with Kevon Looney, you know, significant minutes for this Warriors team. So I, I think, I, you know, if you're handing out some game balls, I mean, I think Jordan Bell would, you know, Jordan Bell and Damian Lee probably share. A game ball tonight as far as contributions off the bench. Now, can you count on it every night? Well, I don't think you can count on Damian Lee hitting four threes every single night, but you know he is a threat from out there. I think he's you know not the best defensive player. Uh, he gets lost a little bit. He's a guy that can be attacked, but when he's knocking down shots, it, it helps the Warriors you know play a little bit more fluid brand of basketball. Yeah, and the one thing I'm thinking as I'm looking at the 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 seventy sixers box score, I don't think the Sixers played well, but I think one of the reasons they didn't play well is because I think defensively the Warriors did a nice job. I think I said to you in the first quarter when I saw Iguodala matching up with Jimmy Butler at times, I said, you know, that's not a good it's not a good matchup for Jimmy Butler. I could see Iguodala being effective against Butler, and Butler goes five for sixteen. Iguodala didn't guard him all night. That's not what I'm saying, but you turn Butler into a volume shooter. And, you know, Tobias Harris, he's, he's an interesting fit on this team the more I think about it because he's kind of their fourth option, but you, you don't really run any plays for him and, and you don't kind of single him out and go to him at specific times. But then he did end up taking two of the biggest shots of the game just because the ball found him. Uh, but what I'm getting at is – he goes seven for 20 from the floor, three for 11 from three. 
you just got to be a little better than that at home against the against a team like the Warriors. Yeah, if I you want to beat them. I think the Warriors had the Sixers not really knowing where they wanted to go down the stretch of the game, and you had a lot of Ben Simmons just coming up and kind of pounding it right. and looking around. And is it going to Jimmy Butler? It never really did go to Jimmy Butler. Uh, Tobias Harris found the ball in his hands, and he's not shy when he gets the basketball in his hands in terms of trying to to, to shoot it. Uh, and then you know Embiid didn't play; otherwise, he might have been you know in that in that mix certainly down the stretch. But I, I think it's a matchup where the Warriors defensively could kind of clamp down, and I think the lack of shooting for Philadelphia. Uh, became problematic really because you didn't really have a guy that you were going to run off of something to get him a shot you know and they did it with Reddick a couple of times I know they tried to get the ball to Harris at the end there but I, I just think that's where you know Ben Simmons not really being able to get his own when he's the guy that has the ball in his hands in crunch time to make a play I think that's actually where the Sixers become a little bit more vulnerable, especially to teams that can lock you down defensively like like the Warriors can. Uh, I tell you, one guy we haven't mentioned tonight, Stein, he's DeMarcus Cousins. Right. DeMarcus Cousins made a, a positive impact on this game tonight. Third straight game of 20 points. He goes for 25. Uh, he winds up six rebounds. Defense at times he struggled getting out uh, the three-point line. I know Mike Scott had a huge game from three for Philadelphia. But DeMarcus Cousins, offensively at least, has really started to find it here these last three games. Yeah, I think he has too. And I still think he's – I think he's got another notch or two to go. With The one move he had on the baseline that stuck out to me was he made a really nice spin move, got by his man, missed, and then followed it up. And I thought, you know, that's, that's – he's getting closer uh, or it felt like he's getting closer. Still missing some of his explosion, but his his knack and his instinct is starting to find its way back into his game because the one thing he's phenomenal at is being the first, second jumper. Uh, and then what that means is you take a shot at the rim and you know where it's missing before anybody else and you go get it before anybody else. He's, he's an artist at that kind of thing, really. Yeah. And we saw him do that a few times tonight. No, we saw him do that a couple of times tonight. And I just, I think the Warriors, the one thing that they found in these last couple of games is the fact that they're just playing. You know, I said this a couple of games ago, and we talked about it a week ago after the Houston game. It doesn't seem like they're trying to force feed him the ball as much. No. He's just kind of getting it, you know, in the in the flow of what's going on and making a move. And there's you know, a couple three point shots where you're like, boy, that's not the shot you want. A couple of plays where it looks like he really lacks the explosion. But I think for the most part, it seems like in in these road games that he played, it's some of that just anxiousness to get him going has subsided a little bit, and that's actually allowed him to get going a little bit. Well, and interestingly, on a night like tonight, when he's going to be defended by a smaller guy in Mike Scott, you, if, if you don't, this is a situation where if you don't go to him, you must get him off the floor because he's struggling to defend a Scott or a Bolden on the perimeter. You know, you, you know that's going to happen, so you must punish him at the other end, and I thought he did. Yeah, he made him pay tonight. Yeah, you got you got to go back the other way. If he's hitting a three, like you said, you got to be able to get on him in the post. And and it made Brett Brown, I think, at times look and go, "Geez, I want Scott out there," but right. 
he's just getting manhandled down there, and it evens up that matchup. 888-957-9570. If you want to talk about this one, the Golden State Warriors beat the Philadelphia 76ers tonight in Philly, 120 to 117. You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. That would be Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Matt Steinmetz, John Dickinson with you. Golden State Warriors winners tonight, 120 to 117 over the Philadelphia 76ers. They finished their four-game road trip 2-2, two and two, which means they still haven't had a losing road trip of four games or more since... Steve Kerr started taking, uh, started coaching the Golden State Warriors, so he's done a, uh, he's done a nice job for the Warriors, I think. Steve Kerr, yeah, decent, Half, a, halfway decent job. Yeah, the one thing uh, we were getting into a little bit was Demarcus Cousins, uh, twenty nine minutes for him tonight, nine for fifteen. Uh, a lot of good signs from Cousins tonight, and you know the the one thing I was thinking also about his troubles at the other end. You know, in fairness to him, even if he were healthy, this would be a challenge. Um, and, and Tim Bontemps uh, earlier today from ESPN brought this up. You probably didn't hear him because you were outside. <laughs> Put, plug in the meter. Plug, uh, yeah, plug in the meter that uh, wouldn't be plugged. But he said, you know, Cousins really hasn't played in a year, and actually he's come back to a little bit different of an NBA. You know, it's it, the way the NBA's going with spreading the floor and a lot of shooters on the floor from big positions. It's moving very fast in that direction. And so the league that Cousins left might be a little bit different than the one he's in now. Yeah, and and he addressed that in the first couple of games back a little bit. Like, boy, I got to get used to this game. Right. And and just the, the pace of the game because there's so many different teams that play so much faster right. than, than even a year ago. I mean, remember the Pelicans were one of the faster teams that he was added to, uh, you know, going back two years, right. and then and then last year as they made their playoff run. But now, I mean, you got you know teams up and down the league that are playing at a significantly higher pace, and like you said, yeah, playing smaller and smaller with bigs shooting from the outside. Yeah, I mean, that, I'm looking at I'm looking at Philly now. They're a little uh, exaggerated. Because of Ben Simmons, but look at the look at who takes their threes or did tonight. Mike Scott took nine. Yeah, uh, Bolden took four, and even Tobias Harris, the four, took eleven. Yeah, so, so you're two centers and your power forward, basically. Exactly, exactly. And Cousins, those are going to be his responsibility. So you know, it is it's it's asking him, it's asking him to do a lot. But you know, I I think the one thing. That we can now agree on with Cousins, and what what has he got? About sixteen games in now, something like that. JD, maybe maybe a few more. Um, he's slowly getting better. You know, it's one of those you know two steps up, one step back, three steps up, two steps back, two steps back, one step forward, two steps. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's but he's he's trending in the right direction, even though there's some some. You know, a little little downtrending here and there. Yeah, and I think you gotta like what you've seen the games on this road trip. No doubt that that he played. I think you have to really like it. 
you know, when you go back to the, the game in Orlando and the game in Charlotte and then the game tonight, I, especially given where it was a week ago tonight. I mean, again, we're sitting at Oracle right. thinking, my goodness, DeMarcus Cousins looked unplayable right. against the Houston Rockets. And, and maybe for the most part, he is less playable against the Rockets. But uh, there's something about the road versus home. I mean, I didn't I didn't want to buy into that as much because I know there was some made of boy he doesn't play well at Oracle in his career you look up the the numbers and I don't really I still don't necessarily buy into that but I just think the Warriors play differently at home they play that kind of game where they try and get it we're going to force feed the ball to them and we're going to put on a show we're going to try to win every game by 30 you know we're not going to play hard at the beginning because we know we can come back at a in big run and win the game they just play differently they play far more buttoned up and and they just play better quality basketball, more competitive basketball on the road. And I think the way that they've played with Cousins uh, has has just been another example of that this week. They needed to get out on the road and get him out on the road and just play basketball. Yeah, that's true. That's true. From the 925, and when we go to the 925, it's brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers. The best since 1952. This from the text line, J.D. Guys, any reason to be worried about Clay Thompson? I would say no, but he sat out tonight. Steve Kerr said he's going to get an MRI when he returns to the Bay Area. They showed the play, J.D., that he got hurt on yeah. in Orlando. And when I saw it, I saw it, I my first thing was, oof, that did look like it hurt. I could see him having a bruised knee or something like that. Uh, I, Steve Kerr didn't seem to think it was anything real serious, but like I said, he's going to get an MRI uh, when they get back uh, back to the Bay Area. But the thing I always say about Clay of the Big Four, you know, he's the most durable. There's no doubt he's proven it over the years. Yeah, and I think you certainly want to see Clay Thompson back against the Celtics on Tuesday night. But the the positive aspect of of giving him tonight, even if it's mostly precautionary, is the fact that you give him tonight and it buys you tomorrow and it buys you Monday. And I hate to say it, and I know Clay Thompson absolutely probably wants to play against the Celtics. Uh, in the game on Tuesday night, but if you give them Tuesday night, it gets you all the way to Friday, and it winds up being eight days off, you know, with, you know, 18, let's say, games to go at that point in time. So you, sometimes you look at the calendar, and it can help you read the tea leaves as to, you know, whether a guy's going to be able to play or not, and, and it may be more beneficial to give him one more game, and then right. that winds up being like a second all-star break, and then you let her rip. Uh, the final, what would that be, 18 games, I guess, at that point, if you add one more Tuesday? Here's one thing from the box score that I can tell, and that's it was a big game for Philadelphia. He only used eight players, Brett Brown. Ben Simmons played 40. Tobias Harris played 44 minutes tonight. 44 minutes in a in a regular season game. Jimmy Butler, 37. Uh, Redick, 30. And then Mike Scott off the bench, 32. But he only used eight players. Yeah. Well, and they were down a big one, obviously, in Embiid. They so were. maybe that's nine. But uh, you know, I don't at that point. But yeah, I mean, you know, Boban's hurt, and who else are you really going to play? I mean, James Ennis, nah, maybe. Amir Johnson's, you know, he's. I mean, he was okay. He's a center, right, 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 so right. You, you've, and you know, Bolden's you know playing better than you know better than him at this point. So, I, I mean, I think it's interesting when you look at it, and you know. I, I've gone back and forth all year between 
who's the toughest, you know, opponent that the Warriors could play out of the Eastern Conference, the, the big four, let's say, right. with Toronto and Milwaukee and Philly and Boston. I think all year long we were kind of saying Boston, but they're clearly not connected right now as a team. Uh, Toronto has Kawhi, but the Warriors play better against Toronto. I know they got blown out at Oracle that one night. Milwaukee, I haven't given enough respect to. Philly was kind of the pick du jour maybe a couple of weeks ago. But from what I saw from Philly tonight, I just don't think they can execute enough against the Warriors. I think there's there's places the Warriors can go to make them, make it difficult for them to get buckets when they need to. You know who they feel like a little bit? They feel a little like Utah of the East. Yeah, I was going to actually even compare them to Oklahoma City a little bit. Really? And, yeah. See, just, I think Oklahoma just can. They do some dumb stuff and 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 miss and don't have enough shooters. Well, that's yeah. They got more talent. I mean, there's there's Philly's not as smart and buttoned up as Utah, but they have these. Sometimes I look out on the floor and I'm like, boy, they're going to have trouble scoring. Too many mistakes, and and down the stretch, the you know the the mistakes about deciding when to foul and missing the free throw, no and and you know just basic game management kinds of things. You, you mess those things up, the Warriors are going to take advantage. So I, I watching this game tonight in a close one. I know they they won the game at Oracle a few weeks back, but I, I don't know. I, I like the matchup more for the Warriors looking at the way this game played out tonight, if that winds up being who they play. And I, and I kind of leaning toward, I don't know if Philly can really make it. All right, we come back. We're going to hear from Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Matt Simons, John Dickinson with you. The Warriors 120, Philadelphia 117. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Tonight's play of the game we're going to give to you. And remember, on Monday at 1030, you tell us what the play of the game is. And when I mean us, I mean Daryl, the Guru Johnson, and myself. Call in at 10.30 on Monday with tonight's play of the game. We'll give you $100, and here it is. It's time for the play of the game. He got it! Now, here's the play of the game. Curry timeline. Through a series of staggered screens. Brings it to the left wing, guarded by J.J. Redick. Accelerates to the rim, layup good. Inside hand, left side of the bucket. Warriors lead by six in Philadelphia. Calls its final timeout. All right, so that's the play of the game. And remember, call in Monday for your chance to win $100 by saying the play of the game. Speaking of Steph Curry, let's take a listen. Uh, well, let's listen to Kevin Durant first. Let's take a listen to Kevin Durant post game. Yeah, he said that. I think um, the atmosphere and the intensity all night was uh, was playoff. I don't even want to use that word, but it was just the intensity was high. It raised the level of each player on the court. You know, you see guys like Mike Scott hitting six threes, you know, throughout the whole game. Damian Lee came in and gave us incredible minutes, so I think the energy of the crowd just kind of got everybody to another level. When you have a trip in your back, as you guys have had over the last couple of years, when you have any games like this, what does it make it so, I say, easier to withstand these kind of games with you been doing for so, so much that so much that, you know what the guys do doing to do it? Yeah, uh, I think most of the guys in the locker room just been in pressure-packed pressure moments and just playing the game, whether it's high school, college, or the NBA, so you kind of know how to deal with it. And, um, it's just basketball at the end of the day, you know. Guys go out there and 
like I said, Damian Lee came out there after not playing for a month almost and made four threes and was a huge reason for us um, to win this game. So it's just like it's just ball at the end of the day. I mean, he's different. I mean, he's different. You know, I never, he's uh, got long arms, quick hands, quick feet, smart. I mean, there's not too many people who, who's ever been born like Andre. Kevin, you obviously played through the rest of the game, but how's your ankle going up after taking the fall? Oh, I'm cool. Coon said he noticed the togetherness in this game, especially on the finish. Did you see some of those things in there? What does that mean, togetherness? Yeah, I mean, when you're down big early and the game is kind of out of whack and, you know, you start to come back and we made a couple threes, we down five, you know, everybody's just rallying together trying to see how far we can take it. So uh, I think we came together. We're always together, but more so than anything in this game, um, everybody came and contributed from Quinn to Jonas to Damian Lee to Sean Livingston. Everybody felt involved in this game. So, you know, it, it brings us together when everybody plays like that. All right, it was Kevin Durant. Didn't want to use the word playoff. He certainly didn't use it in the postgame interview with, uh, with the ABC guy. Okay, I want to hear, let's, uh, let's take a listen to Steph Curry and then we'll talk about what everybody was talking about regarding Steph Curry tonight. Game called for. There's nothing that uh, you really need to say or change your perspective. I always try to be aggressive. It's just a matter of you making shots. And as of late, I haven't made as many as I wanted to, but uh, just doesn't change that what I expect to happen the next play, the next shot. So just happy to you know see a couple go down, help my team, and keep it moving. Kind of game. Andre just called you the second best point guard ever. Has he ever voiced that opinion? Every day he texts me when I wake up in the morning and tells me, <laughs> tells me uh, that, that same comment. So I got some work to do to get to number one, apparently. They also said you're underrated. Huh? They also underrated. Underrated.com. <laughs> Check out the tour. That's why uh, I've embraced it. They got to fill it today and tomorrow. So. Trying to share that uh, with the world for sure. Underratedtour.com, sorry. Do you think legacy at all? No, not, no, not yet. Eventually. Not right now, though. What type of game that you guys wanted to have after a couple of tough ones on the road trip, guys being out? How nice was this one for this team? It meant a lot. The last two games have been rough. Obviously, Miami was down to the wire, and Orlando. We played hard and just flamed out at the end. So to finish the road trip with the you know win without Clay and uh, get on this six-hour flight with smiles on our faces, that means a lot. So the 20 game or 19 games left, these feel-good kind of games where you just figure out how to win. It's very kind of playoff-esque, and uh, we want to build that kind of a mentality and expectation uh, down the stretch of the season. That was Steph Curry talking about tonight's win and flying home with a smile on uh, on their faces. And, you know, it. I think just listening to Steve Kerr, listening to Steph Curry, that's a big win tonight for the Warriors. As, as big wins during the regular season, as much as they mean for this team. Well, and I'll, I'll look at it this way, too. If you look at just the season series now against the, the top four teams in the Eastern Conference, right. the Warriors wind up losing at home to Milwaukee, going there and winning. 
They've already got a win in hand in Boston with the rematch at Oracle Arena on Tuesday night. They lose to Philly at Oracle, and then they go on the road and and win uh, at Philadelphia tonight, too. And then, you know, Toronto actually ended up getting them both times. But the Warriors actually damn near won that game in Toronto when Durant forced it into overtime in the night that, what, he had 51. So the Warriors, again, this home road thing, the Warriors have played these teams significantly better on the road, which I think is, you know, I think that's actually a good sign for a a potential playoff series, just knowing that they can go in and play a buttoned-up game in all of those buildings. Well, the other thing is it it stands to reason that this is one of their biggest wins of the season just because we know they've struggled against the best teams in the league this year, or at least more than they have in the past. I mean, you're absolutely right. And, and you know, the, the funny thing about this team is uh, by the end of next week, that may be all in the rearview mirror because the Warriors may take care of Boston on Tuesday, and then they take care of Denver the game after that. And then you that. got Phoenix, which is a tip-in there, yeah. and all of a sudden you've won four in a row. No, I it... meant I meant – you know, you can oh, say just the, the Philly, good Boston. Yeah. Uh, we just went Philly, Boston, yeah. Denver. And then, you know, you take care of Phoenix. And then you even have, what, Houston, it's Houston OKC. Oklahoma City. So this is a big, you know, this is a big stretch. And you know, a couple of teams that also have won at Oracle. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of that same theme as, as to what led to the game tonight. Yeah. No, so a good ball game tonight in Philly, 120 uh, to 117. One thing, J.D., we got a minute or so left. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about this. Andre Iguodala uh, in the aftermath of the game calling Steph Curry the second greatest point guard ever. Uh, said Magic was the first game. And uh, there's just some there's just some good post-game stuff. Uh, Draymond Green was saying, remember when Mark Jackson said that Steph Curry was ruining the game? Yeah, right. Well, Draymond Green finally said tonight or said tonight that he really finally understands what Mark Jackson meant. He thought he was taking a shot at Steph. When the reality is, Draymond said he went to see some high school games recently. <laughs> right. And now he knows that what he really means is every kid's trying to do what Steph Curry's doing and and not even pros can do what Steph Curry's doing. Yeah, so. I think it makes sense under that context. And then, I mean, I don't know where I'd put Steph and Curry as far. I mean, I think Magic is number one. I agree with Iguodala there as far as the point guards go. It's interesting. I, I don't know. Maybe we'll save it for Monday. Yeah, you know might why? have to. Because we're going to call it a day. I mean, it was a long day for us, but a fun day. It could be, too, by the time it's all said and done. Yeah, invigorating day, J.D. Warriors 120, Philly 117. They come home 2-2. Two and two. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.